0: We have a very narrow definition of success. The message in our society is clear. If you want to achieve success and, quote, inherit the earth, so to speak, then you must drive yourself like a machine and push past barriers with sheer determination. What do you gain? Everything, wealth, status, power. But are those the riches you long to inherit? Or do you want more? Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. This is an uncommon definition of power. You are blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourself owning everything that cannot be bought. Meek individuals have conquered their inner hunger for power. Those who know their viciousness have the emotional maturity to remain composed when pushed. It's not the same as having a gentle personality or not having enough self-esteem to stand up for yourself. That is not what meekness means. We have to underscore the distinction between meekness and passivity because otherwise we're missing the point. I'm Nina Hialenda. Franciscan Sister, Spiritual Director, and Founder of Dancing Spirit Tours. It wasn't that long ago that I lacked the self-awareness and inner freedom to grow my relationship with the Divine. Fast forward past a lot of lessons learned, I now have a spirituality that gives me more joy, meaning, and connection than I ever thought possible. I created The Holy Rebels Podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies to help you trust your gut, develop your intuition, and stay grounded when life gets hard. If you're a spiritual seeker or a mystic in the making, you're in the right place, my friend. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Holy Rebels Podcast. I'm so happy you're here, and I have to say, I am blown away by the beautiful reviews that you're leaving. This one is from Jennifer from the United States. She says, I love Nina's deep insights and her authentic, genuine way of sharing them. They're not the -the run-of-the-mill ideas you hear over and over, but they're ideas that come from a depth of life experience and study. Nina doesn't just teach spiritual concepts, she lives them. That is so kind of you to say, Jennifer. Thank you so much. My friends, if you enjoy our conversations, it helps me tremendously when you leave a five star review because it gives more people the opportunity to discover this podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time to do so. Today, we're continuing our series on the eight keys to happiness, also known as the Beatitudes. These are mystical laws that carry truths about the human experience. They're invitations to relinquish the ego for a greater purpose. They are paths to experience a deeper intimacy with the divine, and you can also think of them as instructions to shift your emotional landscape in order to align with divine will. This is the fourth episode in the series, and if you're just joining us for the conversation now, I recommend you go back and listen to the introduction to this series first. Today we're speaking about the third beatitude. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. This might be the most misunderstood of them all, because we're so upside down in regards to who inherits the earth. In other words, who is successful? It's certainly not meek people, right? Society portrays success in the form of wealth, status, and power. How do we achieve success? Well, you better have a type A personality or acquire epic productivity skills. We're taught that to achieve success, you need relentless drive. The ones who inherit the earth are the ones who stay late at the office, push boundaries, and aren't afraid to take risks. They're the movers and the shakers, the change makers, the ones at the top of the corporate ladder. They strain, hustle, and fight. They might even abuse their power to get where they are. But one thing they are not is meek. We have a very narrow definition of success, and it's celebrated in movies and in boardrooms. The message is clear. If you want to inherit the earth... You must drive yourself like a machine and push past barriers with sheer determination. What do you gain? Everything. Wealth. Status. Power. That's true. But are those the riches you long to inherit? Or do you want more? Do you want to lead a meaningful life where you feel connected to the world around you and the people in your life? Do you want to leave a positive impact and contribute to the common good? Do you want to feel at peace with yourself, your decisions, and your actions? This beatitude offers an uncommon definition of success. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. You are blessed when you're content with just who you are, no more, no less. That's the moment you find yourself owning everything that cannot be bought. This is profound wisdom, but it's also straightforward. And my friend, I know this isn't news to you. You're someone who is already at some stage of creating a meaningful, inspired life. Your ideas of wealth, I'm sure, are not limited to the physical. You put your energy towards the riches of your relationships, your spirituality, And your vocation. I know that about you because you're listening to this podcast. So let's go deeper than the obvious, shall we? The word meek is misleading to our ears because it's often misunderstood as meaning passive or powerless. But in reality, meek is a derivative of a word that means something akin to those who have swords and know how to use them but choose to keep them sheathed they will inherit the earth. So meekness doesn't refer to patience and gentleness as personality traits. It refers to those who have conquered their inner hunger for power. Those who know their viciousness, but also have the emotional maturity to remain composed when pushed. It's not the same as having a gentle personality or having not enough self-esteem to stand up for yourself. We have to underscore the distinction between meekness and passivity because otherwise we're missing the point. Passive people are typically highly agreeable and easily led. They may avoid confrontation, they might be people pleasers, they acquiesce to authority easily, and they stay on the sidelines of their lives. However, this is not synonymous with meekness. Meek individuals, by contrast, can be active, assertive, and even bold when the situation calls for it. They have a clear understanding of their power, their influence, and their ability to affect change. And yet, they choose to exercise these abilities with restraint and wisdom. Meekness is a choice. It doesn't spring from a place of fear or avoidance. Meekness comes from a conscious decision made out of understanding and compassion. Meekness is about self-control and emotional intelligence. A meek person actively chooses peace over conflict, understanding over argument, and humility over arrogance not because they're unable to fight, but because they see the higher value in unity, harmony, and the collective well-being. This makes them powerful change agents, not in spite of their meekness, but because of it. So being meek is not a matter of personality type. It is a choice made through spiritual maturity. To become a meek person... You must learn to wield your power judiciously, and not for self-advancement. You need to understand your inner strength, and you need to overcome the desire to assert yourself forcefully, especially when you're triggered. So, how do you achieve this kind of self-control? Well, you get comfortable in your own skin. You don't need to dominate others. Be patient. But not because patience is the right thing to do. Be patient because the way to truly influence people and circumstances is to deeply listen and to lead with empathy. Meekness puts you in a position of influence and respect, not because you've sought it, but because you've earned it through your actions. The meek are the peacekeepers, the bridge builders, and the healers. These individuals, in their quiet strength, ultimately inherit the earth. Blessed are those who soften what is rigid inside themselves, for they achieve right relationship with their power. Blessed are those who have fought the inner battle of corruption and won for they shall be renewed in sympathy with nature. This reminds me of Mother Teresa and how she was living with several orphans in a small run-down apartment in Calcutta. Every day is a struggle for survival, a battle against hunger, and one day the food completely runs out. With no other choice, Mother Teresa approaches a local shopkeeper, her hands outstretched towards him, and she asks him for food for the orphans. This particular shopkeeper, for whatever reason, harbors resentment towards Mother Teresa. Instead of a handful of rice and lentils, he spits disdainfully in her palms. Now, many people, when faced with such a blatant act of disrespect, would retaliate raise their voice, tell the guy off, or maybe even spit back. But Mother Teresa wipes the saliva with an unperturbed calm and extends her hands once more. She says, I thank you for what you have given to me. Now may I have some food for my orphans? Her unusual reaction stuns the shopkeeper into silence. He ultimately concedes, gives her the food she so desperately needs. Mother Teresa's meekness, her ability to maintain composure in the face of degradation, is an extraordinary example of this beatitude. Ask yourself, what does meekness mean to me? What is my idea of inheriting the earth? How can I benefit from being meek? You're free to decide what kind of person you want to be. Choose meekness. Decide to exercise restraint and lead with wisdom. Living meekly is a testament to your inner strength. It's challenging in the moment because our morality is fragile and so are our egos. We struggle between satisfying our own cravings and considering the broader impact of our actions on our ultimate goals. It's most noticeable in how we define success. We lose sight of our moral compass when we define success as wealth, power, and fame. It becomes a never-ending cycle, a quest for validation that leaves us empty. You can get very metaphysical about this and ask yourself, why would the universe allow us to experience such emptiness? If it's so hard to maintain integrity, build resilience, and find real happiness, why would the universe allow suffering? Why would a benevolent God allow hurt, pain, and anguish to exist? The answer is in the concept of choice. You have the freedom to decide your actions, your reactions, and even your moral compass. The universe, or God, doesn't so much allow suffering as permit the possibility of it. And maybe a world with the possibility of evil, a world with the possibility of misguided values, is actually a better world than the world without those possibilities. It's in hardship where the choice to be meek truly shines. Suffering pushes you to the limit. It tests your character and reveals the strength of your character. It's easy to be kind and to be gentle when everything is going smoothly. But it's during the trials of suffering where the choice to be meek is amazing. When faced with adversary, It's tempting to respond with anger, resentment, or bitterness. Yet it's the meek who choose to respond with understanding, with patience, and with love, not out of weakness, but from a place of strength. The choice of meekness in the face of suffering acts as a mirror to the soul, reflecting your inner strength and your emotional maturity. So, the existence of suffering in the universe doesn't negate its inherent goodness. Actually, it serves as a catalyst for personal growth and spiritual maturation. It's a call for you to exercise your freedom wisely, to choose meekness over aggression, to choose love over hate. In the face of suffering and hardship, You have the opportunity to muster meekness and contribute to the healing of the world. And in doing so, you inherit the earth. Goodness doesn't exist without the possibility of evil. Authentic goodness requires the possibility of evil, just as authentic meekness requires free will. Part of what makes someone truly wise and loving is their capacity for harm, but their decision to do good instead. This is the essence of meekness. Another way to say this beatitude is, blessed are those who resist corruption, for they are rewarded with a sound conscience. Hmm. The question then becomes, how do you cultivate this virtue of meekness? How do you become someone who chooses love over hate, kindness over resentment, and understanding over anger? Self-reflection is a critical starting point. You need to make a conscious effort to understand your reactions and your emotions, especially in challenging situations. Mindfulness can foster this awareness, as well as CBT, somatic therapy, meditation, and any inner work that helps you mature as a person. The development of meekness is a practice of patience and understanding. Listen more than you speak. Seek to comprehend others' perspectives before forming judgments. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Acknowledge the potential for good in yourself and everyone else, but also understand where your personal boundaries are. What are your triggers? Are you quick to anger? Have you dealt with the traumas that might influence your going forward? Cultivating meekness involves choosing to respond with kindness and love. Even when it's challenging, this choice can be fortified by practicing empathy, attempting to understand other people's experiences and feelings, but not to the point of being a people pleaser or violating your own boundaries. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. I'd like to share with you the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. It's a powerful testament to the energy of meekness. It beautifully encapsulates the idea of choosing love instead of hate and embracing peace in your life. It goes like this Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, Faith, where there is despair, hope, where there is darkness, light, where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. I love this prayer. It shifts the focus from self to others like the actions of Mother Teresa, who chose to react with empathy when faced with disrespect from the shopkeeper. Meekness allows us to embrace the power of the soul to influence the world positively. And that's why this prayer embodies the essence of this beatitude thank you so much for spending time with me today to explore this essential key to true happiness a sense of self-assuredness and compassion meekness in essence is the power of love over fear kindness over resentment understanding over anger as you continue on this journey of cultivating meekness you'll build resilience that allows you to face the world with grace and dignity, and an unwavering commitment to your values. Next week, we're diving into the fourth beatitude. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. This is very relatable for you. If you're someone who's drawn to humanitarianism, healing, spirituality, you're going to love it. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. You have no idea how much that helps me. I read every single one of them. And your energy and your contributions really bring a smile to my face. Be well, my friend. And remember, trust the mystic within you.